Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I am Tony Serino alongside Christopher Carter, and this is your daily dose of all things Steelers. Today on the show, we are recapping the final day of Steelers practice, training camp over for the Steelers, but we have one more podcast here from Latrobe. Welcome to the show. You can find more of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the new Himalaya app, wherever you find podcasts, search Locked On Steelers, hit that subscribe button. Make sure to get your daily dose. You can follow us on Twitter at LO Steelers. You can find us on Facebook, search Locked On Steelers, hit like on the Facebook page, but make sure you also join the Facebook group. You can also find us on Instagram at Locked On Steelers. All right, Chris, Steelers training camp is over. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Means I don't have to drive for an hour to get out there, an hour to get back. Oh, I'm just going to be able to just wake up in my bed tomorrow and think, ah. I just, I don't have to do this. <laughs> it's, it's over. It's over. I know. I'm happy. I'm happy. I got, I got a flight out of here tomorrow morning. I'm actually excited to get back. Uh, but we do have one more practice to go over. It was a shorter practice. This is another one that was rained out. Uh, I think they pretty much only got through half of it today. Although, you know, they structured practice a little differently than they normally do. Really uh, not a lot of individual drills. Um, mostly went right into 11 on 11. So we have some stuff to get to. Before we do that, though, let's go through the injuries um, and the days off. Actually, before we do that, let's start with the fact that the Steelers made a transaction this morning. They released JT Jones and Jermaine Ponder uh, and signed tight end Mickey Crum and linebacker Christian Coots. And Chris, I was surprised to see that JT Jones was released is there anything to read into that? You know, maybe he got hurt yesterday. He had blocked the punt. He blocked the punt yeah. yesterday. Yeah. He's and not it, been playing poorly. No, and that's the thing. I mean, when you compare him to like Sutton Smith and some of the other outside linebackers that haven't been doing so hot, you know, I thought JT Jones. He was doing. I mean, he was. Here's the thing. I knew he was, wasn't going to make the roster, especially with the way Tazar Skipper is playing. Right. Um, but could he make the practice squad? And I thought he was a practice squad guy. But you know that that you know, it, it's it's funny. One day you think you're making plays, and next. You, you're asked to turn in your playbook. Uh, Jermaine Ponder had a nice breakup in the corner of the end zone on Johnny yeah. Holton yesterday, yeah. and, uh, and and now he's gone. So it's uh, you know that's that's the rough life of the NFL. That's why people don't understand it is tough to make it into this league and to earn a spot. So um, what I read into that is that if they have a lot of competition, they already know who they want, and this is why people say that the preseason goes on too long, right? Right, uh, because. I mean, we all that you know. There's there's certain there's probably two or three guys that will make the final P fifty three roster that you and I and people that follow this very closely closely won't know off the top of our heads, but the Steelers know who those guys are. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I think I think um, you know Bruce Arian said the other day he could he could easily cut it to sixty. I think the Steelers are at a point right now where they could probably also easily cut it to sixty. Um, yeah, I mean the the Steelers did get another tight end here, Mickey Crum, mm-hmm. um, to add to that rotation. I think this is this is in. Uh, response to the fact that Gentry and Christian Scotland Williamson have been hurt for the past couple days. They both did not practice today. Mark Barron didn't practice today. Pouncey was out there. Uh, he practiced a little bit. Uh, trying to think. Uh, Devin Bush practiced a little bit as well. Uh, no Hayden today. I'm trying to think who else had the day off or, or who was injured today. It was, it was, it was, I'll be honest with you guys. It was tough because they weren't wearing pads today and everyone's still wearing their jerseys. And so who is practicing and who is not, it was difficult to tell. Uh, but those are the guys that caught my eye as far as not being back. I mean, Devin Bush being back was nice. Yeah. Um, and then the two tight ends not being there. Also, Mark Barron didn't practice today. 
All right, so there was no seven shots today. They did not start with a seven shots drill. Instead, they started with the two-minute drive, and they gave two quarterbacks a chance at a two-minute drive. First up was Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he started the drive with some nice quick passes uh, under, underneath to uh, Ryan Switzer, and then he threw a, a beauty to Juju down the sideline. Thought it was for a touchdown. I guess they ruled him down inside the five because it was pretty much from the goal line there. Um, the defense really, though, tightened up. In, at the goal line. There was good coverage from Artie Burns. <gasps> Artie Burns. Artie Burns. What? Can you, can you believe it? Oh, my God. And Terrell Edmonds had really good coverage uh, on another play uh, later on. So Ben's drive ends up. So I guess the way that they did that drive was that Ben needed a touchdown in order to get in, in order to win the to win the drill. And he did not. So that drive stalls out at, like, the two- or three-yard line. Um, then. Your boy. Guess who got yeah, a chance? He didn't get any reps yesterday, but boy, did he get some looks today. I'm back. I'm back on the Steelers bandwagon. First of all, if y'all if y'all follow Tony's Twitter, go back and look at how he reported this. He gives Ben's in Ben's drive one paragraph, and that's it. Like he was just like, "Yeah, Ben did this, this, this," and that was that was the end of his drive. No, no. Devin Hodges is like a full thread of tweets here, breaking down every single play. Every of course, every single play. And you'll you'll notice that Wait, the Ben let's, hashtag Let's Ride. You oh, really. Did I, put, yeah, did I put hashtag let's ride in there? I did. <laughs> let's ride, Devlin Hodges. I'm not getting off this hype train until I'm gonna be. I'm gonna cry real man tears when he gets cut. I'll tell you what. Uh, all right. He can join Landry in the XFL. <laughs> hey, not too soon. Uh, all right. So, well, you'll also notice here that I tweeted out the Devlin Hodges drive, and then after the Hodges drive was over, I said. Ooh, I never tweeted about the Ben drive. I guess I should put something together about yeah, that. You tweeted right afterwards. That's why I was like, what the, what the, what the, what are you doing, man? He was just too high. I was, I, well, listen, six came out, and I, I, yeah, exactly. I perked up. I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Devlin's getting some reps here? Let's go through Devlin's drive play by play, shall we? First play, steps up in the pocket. Mm-hmm, not great. He got sacked. Elite. Yeah, not not a great start for Hodges on this drive. He gets sacked. Clock's running at this point, right? Um, they have to hurry back up. Although, the, the, his second throw was a very nice out route to Spencer. Threw it early. Got there right as Spencer was making his cut. Um, I don't think Spencer was able to get out of bounds, though, for whatever reason. So, the clock kept running. So, he had to go quick again. This time, he caught Eli over the middle. This was a nice catch and run from Eli um, that got them down to about the 30-yard line. They called time out at that point and instead of running any more time I think I think the the coaches were saying at this point they still had like 25 30 seconds left instead of letting them run more plays they just brought Boswell out to make a game winner here so on Ben's drive he needed a touchdown on Devlin Hodges drive Tomlin says a field goal will win it so you know kind of moving the goalpost there for Hodges making it a little easier for him and I appreciate that That makes sense um so Boswell comes out I think this is one of those things where Tomlin wants to put Boswell in those quote-unquote pressure situations mm-hmm. um boswell uh comes out to kick the game winner from 47 and makes it boswell had a very good day we'll talk about him versus matthew Wright today but um i thought hodges was impressive on the track really i mean hodges had another good day i know i know this guy has no chance and you know i, I can i can joke on here about how good he's been the whole time it's not gonna matter this guy's getting cut but he did have another play uh later in practice juju ran a post I mean, just wide open down the field. And and Hodges threw a beautiful ball, hit him for a touchdown. So, you know, Hodges keeps playing well. Tomlin did say during the press conference that they you know, they have every intention of playing Hodges in this game. They're but give him a look. Yeah, but, you know, Mason Rudolph's going to start. Yeah. You know, and, and then Dobbs is going to come in and probably, you know, it's going to be very similar to how game one was, right? Yeah. Where you'll, you'll have Rudolph will see probably the whole first half. Dobbs will see the third quarter and into the fourth. And then 
you know, I mean, Hodges cleans up. Well, the, the way it worked last time, Dobbs just saw the first quarter, and then Rudolph saw second and part of the third quarter, and then Hodges oh, right. took yeah, him home. Right. So now I'm going to wonder, will Rudolph get, you know, the same sort of tribute that Dobbs got, or will he get more time because they're they're playing him for the long game with the with the quarterback position? But it'd be very interesting to see how, who gets how many drives. Well, I want to see more. I, I just want to see more Mason Rudolph, yeah. right? Because with Josh Dobbs, he played well on Friday. He made some mistakes, but look, I mean, he's he's played well pretty much throughout camp. Um, I think he's had more good practices than not. I think we know you kind of know what you have with Dobbs a little bit. With Mason Rudolph, I mean, there's still a big question mark there because we you know we we talked about it, right the Mason Rudolph that we see in practice every. Day is not the same guy that was out there on Friday night. Mm-mm. And so, you know, I, I would like to see him get, not just play with the starters, but play for an extended period of time in that game. Let's see what they have in Mason Rudolph. Is there a quarterback battle? Seemed like there was on Friday, then we got back to practice, and there wasn't. So, um, I'm excited to see those two, those two guys uh, battle it out on Saturday. All right. Um, I, so, the kicker battle started up again. Uh, they had Boswell and and Wright kind of alternating mm-hmm. kicks again, going on each half or each hash. Um, what was it? Boswell missed. I think Boswell missed one and Wright missed one. Wright missed one short, mm-hmm. but I thought he actually did better. They had a bunch of fifty plus yard kicks today, um, and I thought Wright was better deep than he has been in camp so far. Only missed one short. Instead, I mean, I, I don't. I haven't seen him kick one fifty yards yet. Today he did. Uh, but Boswell was good. I mean, Boswell missed another 50-yarder today. But other than that, he's been perfect throughout camp. And, no, but that's what Boswell's known as because he, he he's very he's statistically outside of last year. He was great inside of 50, and then once you put him at 50, he was you know here and there. But when you're when when you were hitting at the rate that he was any, anywhere short of 50 yards. Um, most teams would take that kind of consistency, but the problem is he lost all that consistency last year. So that's that's really what they're looking for. Again, this race is this has not been a race for for the for quite some time in camp. It's going to be Boswell's job unless he gets hurt and we're in a Sean Sweezum type of predicament. Oh, uh, I should I should mention that uh, Sutton Smith did practice today, mm-hmm. so it's it's likely that he'll see the field on Saturday now. And that's big because Tomlin said in his press conference, Dale asked him. He said, uh, uh, "Is Sutton Smith falling behind?" And Tomlin just said, "Yes." He didn't say anything else. Right. So it's, uh, um, I think Sutton Smith, he's been out for a week due to injury. He needs to show up. Um, I think it's a, a blessing in disguise for him that JT Jones is going home. Well, um, I, I did want to talk about that because, you know, this is one thing that I kind of read into the JT Jones situation, which is that it felt to me like they were kind of making room for Sutton Smith to reinsert himself back in, right? More reps for Sutton. Mm-hmm. Him and it seems like him and Skipper might be fighting for a practice squad spot. I mean, maybe maybe Skipper can can get his way all the way onto the roster, right, to make the fifty three five edge rushers. But it does feel like maybe that's a two dog one bone situation for the practice squad. Yeah, I think I think they're those two are battling it out, and uh, they 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 like what they see in Skipper with his strength and how he's blowing people off the ball. Sutton Smith is going to have to come on strong, make some plays in this preseason game, and give them a reason to keep putting him and wanting to see more of his matchups on field. If he doesn't do that. It's gonna. I think that Skipper is gonna win that battle just because he's already had those those victories. Yeah. Um, let's see what else from camp today. I, I, I thought already had a really good day. I mean, he was all over Deontay Spencer on, on a slant route. Yeah. Kind of reached over him and batted the ball away. I thought that was a really nice play from Artie. Um, you know, Dobbs and Rudolph both had some nice throws in, in practice today as well. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like Hodges was the only good quarterback out there today. Uh, you know, Dobbs had a nice throw, uh, kind of fitting it over a defender in, in zone coverage to get it to um, to Kevin Rader along the sideline. 
Uh, and then Mason Rudolph had a nice pass to Deontay Johnson deep. And I was and I was just happy to see Deontay Johnson back out there making plays, right? Yeah. I mean, he, I think, you know, if we were going to do another ranking of our, our players we're most excited to see for, for in Saturday's game, I mean, he may top the list. Well, you know, I may, or maybe right there with, with Devlin. <laughs> I'm just staring at Tony right now. So you can't hear my stare, but hear my stare, audience. All right. Any other? I mean, again, this was a rain short in practice. I don't have a whole lot of yeah, notes. This, I think, this the more, the more thing right now. I think the big story of, of the practice and the fact that this is the last practice is the fact that it's been such a crazy week. You know, just nothing was normal about this week. Yeah. And the Steelers have been all about getting back to business this, this training camp, and this kind of week just blew that whole plan up. Yeah. And not to the fault of anyone, um, you know, you know, again, Ed Bouchette laid out in his story with The Athletic more details about. Yeah, about Drake's. About Dale Drake and how he was in the hospital the night before. And he thought and, and they told him he should stay. He was like, no, I, I'll, I'll go back. And then he went back to the dorms. And that's where he, where he passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, but think think about it. I mean, like, he's on the campus with everyone. Right. And you're getting up that morning thinking, let's uh, let, let's go coach. And. I can't imagine that. Man. No, no. It's, it's, I mean, it, it really, it really is a tragic situation because not only you know, I mean, you have all these, you know, they're kind of making that family in Pittsburgh, right, with all that wide receiver room. And you heard, you heard Ryan Switzer um, talk about you know what what Daryl Drake meant to him, even in that short time that that he's known Daryl, right? I mean, you know, the, Switzer's only been on the team now for um, you know last year and well, last year at the end of training camp until now. Um, yeah, and and you know, for not only not only is he you know trying to build this family here in Pittsburgh, but he's away from his family as well. And I think um, you know he's trying to spend this time and, and build this team. So um, yeah, it's been like you said, it, it has been a really tough week for this team. All right, you want to do um, player of the day today? Player of the day. Who you got? Artie Burns. Artie Burns is a good pick. Yeah, I, I mean Artie, and you know, I know people are, are ready for Artie to be go- gone on the Steelers. This guy's not going anywhere. He's no. the number three corner. Yeah, um, I know we've said this before, but he just keeps, you know, he keeps making plays like this where you go, no, nope, that you know, you, you have to keep this guy around just in case that the light bulb comes on and yeah. you know he, you know, his and, confidence and, and is back. And in case someone gets hurt, I mean, the fact the the fact of the matter is that you still need guys that are going to compete out there. Yeah, um, I, I honestly think. You know, something to keep your eye on. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to do something illegal here, but I do think there's a chance that you know we were talking about this 7DB problem that someone just goes on IR. Yeah. Um. You know, imagine like say Justin Lane tweaks an ankle, right? And they just say, "Hey, you're done for the season, or you're done for eight weeks." Right. And, and well, they, they did this with Ola last they year. They did that with they did the exact same thing with Ola. I can see them doing that most likely with Lane because I'd say the other six guys are ready to get to get shots on this field yeah whereas lane is the one that has to learn the most um it might make the most sense to give him time to sort of get that together and then move forward yeah no i i agree with you and i, I think you know i mean it would be you don't want to wish injury on anyone but it would be nice if you know someone went down with a little, little, little minor ankle injury that they could stash him away on ir because we just talked about this yesterday right it's a, it, it, there's too many this this the, the end of this training camp and and what i come away from this training camp with is is this thought that there are so many guys that i want to keep that you know you know you can't right and we talk about you know getting this roster down to 60 but there's probably another you know three or four or five guys in there that i don't want to cut but you have to get it from 60 to 53 and so um yeah the Steelers are gonna have some tough cuts to make at the end of this process i'm gonna give player of the day to devlin hodges and i know everyone's gonna freak out and of course tony's gonna give it to devlin hodges but i genuinely i genuinely think this was his best practice of uh of camp so far I, i think you know he was he was throwing the ball with confidence um 
you know, one thing about him is like his when he comes back to throw, he's so confident in his like he, he's able to read the defense and know where he wants to go with the ball and and get there quickly. And I think that that honestly can be his downfall at parts. You saw this in the Tampa game where I like to see him go through his progressions a little more because there's that throw he had. So I think it was Raider, right, where he you know he throws a nice accurate ball, but. You know, he didn't need to throw the one to Raider where, yes, it was a good ball, and yes, only Raider could have caught it, but it would have had been one-handed. Yeah. But there's no reason, I mean, there's no reason for him to throw that ball. Raider's never bringing that down. So, you know, go through your progressions. So, how many times, is this the first time that you've listed Devlin Hodges as your player of the day, or how many times is this I think this might be two, nah, I think this might be the first time, I don't know. I wrote it all down, and I don't don't have it on me. (laughs) It's possible that Devlin Hodges is the the player of camp. So, that's what I was going to ask. It's the final practice day yeah that's the last thing we do right who is the player of camp the best uh my player of camp i mean well okay i'll I'll get Devlin Hodges out of the way early i will say this you know we went into this process you and i and said Steeler fans are going to start freaking out about a player they've never heard about right going into camp and then uh you know they're they're going to lose their mind when that guy gets cut when it goes down to the 53 right even though this guy never had a chance for i'm already that guy right Mm -hmm. that I am that guy for Devlin Hodges. <laughs> I have talked myself he, he into this said, guy. <laughs> he said, "He said, don't even wait for me. I'm yeah, just, I'm just going there." Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy for Devlin Hodges. So I, I you know, and Hodges has made the quarterback thing fun, right? Because you know, going in, who knew that this, that this kid was all of a sudden going to have all these practices in a row where you know you start thinking about, boy, could they cut one of Dobbs or Rudolph? Um, who else has, has really stood out to me? I think Terrell Edmonds as a you know kind of, that kind of year two transition that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about what Terrell Edmonds is going to bring to this team in year two. And I was and I look you go back and listen to those podcasts that I did when he got drafted, and I was not a huge fan. You weren't. So you I'm. Weren't. I, I, I we talked about this all last year, yeah. and I was like, man, you got to get off my boy Terrell. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. Uh, no, I'm. I'm. I'm very excited to watch him in year two. I, I you know, and of course, how can you not think about Devin Bush, right? Because Devin Bush has been a star from the from practice number one. Mm-hmm. Right? It was very evident that he was not only going to be involved in this defense from day one, but he was going to be uh, a, a very good player even in his rookie season. You saw that in the first preseason game. Um, trying to think about anybody else. I mean, I, I would have said one. Oh, golly, <laughs> golly. I'll say, I'll say. Uh, I'll say Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds? Terrell Edmonds. That's a very fair pick. Right. That's a good assessment. Mm-hmm. This, see, when you force Tony to not pick Devlin Hodges, he makes <laughs> smart pick decisions. Hodges. I'm sure you weren't. <laughs> I'm sure. And, and there was no pre- peer pressure from the outside <laughs> no. pushing you away from Devlin Hodges. No, absolutely not. No, they, I was I was naturally going to always pick Terrell but Edmonds. Good pick of Terrell yeah, Edmonds. Yeah, yeah. He's a great who's, player. Uh, who's your player of camp? Devlin Hodges. Now, let me explain. Devlin Hodges is on the 90-man roster, Chris. Okay? Chadwick Boseman. I don't... Not only do I not think he's making the 53, I don't think we're going to see him out there on Saturday against the Chiefs. As excited as you are. Oh, I'm just telling you, Chadwick Boseman, when he was at camp, there was no other time right. that was more exciting. Was I it. tell you that right now. <laughs> that was your highlight? That was my highlight of all training camp. That was your highlight of training camp? Of, of training camp? No. 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to had to throw throw, no. throw back one of my jokes. Do you have a real one? Uh, <laughs> no, Chadwick Boseman was it? Okay. Um, James Washington. Okay. I think that he has had a huge step up this camp, and specifically because for me as an evaluator, as a guy that I write about the analysis and what they need to do to get better, he is a guy that I lined up in my in my, in my notes of where I want to see every player's go. He has hit the most notes of the things that I would wanted to see him improve on. Right down the line his foot works better he's finishing plays he's blocking better he's making he, he's he's adjusting to the quarterbacks his chemistry's there everything i've seen about james washington has shown that he is he has made every effort to improve his game he dropped weight he's he, look, he looks faster right he's done everything right that's why i give him my the player of training camp award for uh, locked on Steelers because he is the guy that uh, that has shown me everything that I was looking for. Not that Terrell Edmonds hasn't. Right. Not that Devin Bush also hasn't had a great camp as as, as I a rookie. You were about to say Devin Hodges. What about? Okay, here's an interesting point. The first week of camp, really, the first two couple weeks of camp, we were all over Oladini. I mean, this guy was having yeah. a monster, yep. monster camp. It sort of calmed down a bit. It has kind of cooled off, which is weird to say because on Friday. In that preseason game, he looked, he good. looked good. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's right up there as well. He's, he's definitely someone we should talk about. We're talking about players of camp. Ola is up there. He, I, he was in the running, I'd say, in that first week. But I think one, he's also gotten a couple days rest. Right. And two, he's also, they, you know, they they, they kind of realize who he's beating up on. Right. So they were starting to match him up with tackles that weren't just going to get bullied like Gerald Hawkins. Right. But he did do really well against those tackles he faced against yes, he on, did. on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, so, you know, I don't think it was just a Gerald Hawkins thing. Even if he has struggled a little bit more, like you said, you know, when going up against better tackles. When he went up against Filer in this camp, yeah, you know, he was definitely not dominant no. in those moments. Um, all right. Anything else you want to go over here before uh, before we wrap up training camp for the 2019 season? Uh, just that I'm sad to see that you're going to be going, man. Yeah. It's been great having you in Pittsburgh and this is... doing training camp and being able to do it live on site instead yes. of, you know, calling each other Absolutely. <laughs> and talking on our laptops. Um, it's been a pleasure having you here, Tony. Thanks Appreciate for coming it. out. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got to tell you guys, you know, us being together and being able to work the chemistry, it's been it's been a big boost to our planning and production of the podcast. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we I think we make a good team. I think I, I hope I mean, certainly, by the way, I do want to give a shout out to everyone who's joined up on the podcast this year because yeah. I, I ran the numbers between last year's training camp and this year's training camp, and we are like more than double wow. what we did last year. Thanks, yeah. so thank you all yeah, for so joining thank us. Thank you, everyone. Making this, making this more special for us and all the people who respond to us, who, who hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook, and just like, and please subscribe rate comment you know let us let us know what what you think of the of the show we appreciate everyone's feedback and we've and some of the people who's given advice we've helped that alter the show to make it clearer for you guys yeah yeah this has been a blast my favorite three weeks of the year appreciate um all of you who've listened and chris this has been a blast doing this with you yeah, live man. on site all right uh, before we go, let people know where they can find your work. As you know, you can find me at Carter Critiques on Twitter. You can, If you follow me, I will follow you back. You can always hit me in the DMs, at me. I'm always down to talk sports and life and whatever's going on. Um, and we, we, Like I said, we appreciate it when our when our listeners reach out. Um, as, as far as everything else, you guys know I'm the lead NFL analyst for DKPittsburghSports.com where I'm breaking down film Monday through Friday in my Carter's Classroom column. Got some Mason Rudolph going up as a primer, yep. getting you ready 
for his first start of the preseason. It's going to be interesting against the Chiefs. But check us out at DKPittsburghSports.com. We got a $20 for the whole year football sale going on right now. And that doesn't just get you football. That gets you all our Pirates and Penguins coverage as well. We do Pittsburgh sports like nobody else. And if you just want to try us out, if you just want a little bit of a sample, we still got the $0.99 cents deal for the first month. And then if you like us, you stick with us. If not, we thank you for checking us out. But I think you will like us at DKPittsburghSports.com. Do you remember Mason Rudolph? I, I, okay, correct me if I'm wrong here. The second preseason game last year, the Steelers played the Packers. I think so. Mason Rudolph started that game. Yeah. Do you remember what his first pass was? It was a pick six, right? It was a pick six. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that. he does a little better. Hopefully, Hopefully he does a little better. That's I, the growth we want to see. Yeah, I, I remember the slaughter that that was that game. I think I was in Philadelphia watching it because I was I was like I was like on a trip for something, and I just sat down and I just tur- opened up my laptop and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah. You know, actually, you know what? That was the first time you were ever on the podcast. That was. I wanted, yeah. I wanted, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to talk to you uh, after that game about the defense because remember they had given up fifty one in that game and people were losing their minds about this defense giving up fifty one points. So in a preseason. In a preseason game, yeah, if I well, had, listen, I mean, not like the regular season was a lot better. Not like, you know, keep well, others well, defense. Tony, if I had the um, the Lion King soundtrack, I'd play a Circle of Life. <laughs> For, uh, for that being our first podcast, and now we're here. That's right. Here we go. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Steeler Country, and Chris and I will be back tomorrow with a preview of Steelers Cheese right here on Locked on Steelers.